0: Welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast, where we share in the stories of former female athletes, connect on the transition out of sport, and create a space where the Always an Athlete tribe can come for connection and inspiration. I'm your host, Bethany Crouch, founder of the Her Sports Story blog and podcast, and former competitive gymnast of 15 years to an athlete advocate professional. It makes my heart so happy to connect in and share these former female athlete stories. And I am so grateful and excited that you are here to join us. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Emily Pappas. Emily is the founder of Relentless Athletics, a gym designed to use science and technique to make female athletes stronger. We talk about why it's so important for these young female athletes to develop confidence in the weight room. Emily is such a dynamic person and coach, and I totally wish that I would have had a coach like her growing up in my athletics journey. She is totally a trailblazer in this industry, and you can hear her immense care and passion for this work. So please enjoy this conversation with me and Emily.
1: Emily, we are so happy to have you here on the Her Sports Story podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Bethany. I'm so excited to speak with you about all these very important things. I know. I'm so happy that we had a chance to connect A few days ago and just kind of chat about literally a range from everything from sports to what we're like both doing now and impacting women in the sports space so we are just gonna kind of get started so our audience can get a glimpse of who you are and how sport has been a part of your life so go ahead and share with us your sports story definitely
2: so my sports story is going to be a little different I believe than the most of the guests on your podcast but that's okay that's what, what makes it interesting so I was I was always a mediocre athlete I was a <laughs> just to put it frank I was a smaller girl I was fast but other than that I really wasn't a shining star if I'd make the team I was on the bench um but with that I would make the team because I was, one of the hardest workers, because I always felt that inside of me, I could relate to that athletic mindset in that you're just pushing yourself. And there's um, always, always something that you can do to improve upon. And for that, that's where I always felt like inside of me, I was an athlete. However, genetics did not necessarily agree. (laughs) But (laughs) With that, I was always big into running, exercise, and just trying to stay healthy and an athlete in my own sense. Pick up soccer, basketball, that stuff was my was my sport. I played CYL, but I, I wasn't going to college for it. Um during that time, I was running all 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 the time, and I kept getting injured. And I also was exposed to a world, granted it's on Instagram, but it was a similar world of a lot of blogs and people putting out information about how to stay fit, how to be healthy, how to get stronger, how to look better. And as a young girl, I was, of course, following all of these things. So come like middle of college, I'm, I'm getting injured, but I'm also a big science nerd and I'm studying biology and falling in love with biochemistry. Um, the chemistry of nutrition, all of these things. And I'm kind of taken back in that, okay, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to do, but clearly it's not working out for me. My hair is kind of thinner. I'm just, I don't look the way that I want. And I don't feel like the athlete inside of me is being represented by my exterior. So, Thank goodness I actually kept getting injured because the only way to keep moving was to find weightlifting and it wasn't even weightlifting as I know now. It was more so bodybuilding, just lifting weights, any type of resistance training. I was online teaching myself how to do it, following different bodybuilding programs. I'm pretty sure I did like a Jamie Easton live fit or something like that. That was like my first one. I really got into that and it was awesome to see myself getting stronger. I kind of exposed myself down that route and I, found olympic weightlifting and olympic weightlifting was amazing because it was a sport in itself so i kind of felt like awesome not only am i able to do this thing that i can be an athlete and makes me a better athlete but it's also a sport in itself while training olympic weightlifting i then started to play pickup soccer pick up basketball and i was like holy
1: shit i am this amazing
2: athlete that i wish that i was before And I'm realizing that it was all of these skills, and as well as the um, physical benefits I was gaining from weightlifting that was helping me become the athlete that I was. And from then, I was like, wow, this is a tool in itself, you know, that outside of all the science science stuff that I'm studying, it was very um, obvious to me that this was such a necessary tool that so many females were not being given. And it was because we lived in a world with all of these different pressures and myths and norms of what it is to be to be female to be an athlete to be all, all of these expectations and I realized wow this is something here it's changed my life and I know that it can change more and more females lives and I just want to be able to provide this tool and the education behind the necessity of this tool to female athletes so that would came up that's how I came up with my idea for my company Relentless Athletics and for almost four years later here I am now we are a Um, company that specializes in the development of female athletes through strength training, sports nutrition, and sports injury rehab. And it's been such an amazing journey and there's so much more to do, but that's how me and my athletic journey kind of led me to where I am now.
1: Uh, So amazing. Like when we were connected again, like via social media, as well as one of our kind of shared connections, Katie Galley, she connected us. But it's just so cool, like, when you see, especially as a female athlete or just a a young woman, when you see, like, a company out there, an organization or a place where you can go that specializes in young women or females, it's just amazing. So I love your story and that you, uh, like, per the definition, athlete, you are totally an athlete. So you, you know, didn't maybe make it to the collegiate athletics or whatnot level, but you still own that persona of being an athlete and sought after it and kind of chased after it. And it obviously was meant to be as far as all those things that, you know, kind of the domino effect, right, of leading you Mm -hmm. to where you are now. So, so amazing. As far as, you know, starting a company, one that's huge, like such a big endeavor. So can you talk about initially like the start of Relentless and maybe some of the the hoops you went through and the challenges you faced?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, the whole concept
2: itself and owning a business that was only going to provide strength training for female athletes was not something that was accepted by Manny, including my family, <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, what do you, you think? You think all these girls are just gonna want to lift weights?" And I'm like, "You don't understand. Yes, and it's necessary. And this is... and it was put. I had a lot of pushback. I actually started as an online um, sports coach, sports nutrition coaching business because I didn't have enough money for like equipment mm-hmm. in my actual facility. So I was doing that at the end of grad school because I knew this is what I wanted to do. So I had to save money." So I was doing that. I got hired as the head strength coach for boys basketball team, but I didn't care because like this was experience. I'm driving across. I'm driving to New Jersey to just train one female um, athlete, this this high school girl that was interested in training. I'm like, awesome. And I knew this, this gym up there. They let me train her out of. I mean, I was losing money going up there, but it didn't matter because it was yeah. just me taking one foot one step in front of the other and it was just getting this ball rolling. Cause I knew once I started to generate some momentum, I could, I couldn't make this until a company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it came out just through a lot of cold calls, a lot of speaking, a lot of trying to educate coaches, females, on the simple necessity of strength training and what i really found is that i started first talking to them about nutrition because every girl wants to learn about nutrition and that was kind of how i got into the door and once they started to understand well okay i think this girl knows what she's talking about i i I understand then they were more accepting to me propose the necessity of strength training for them and it from there that's kind of how we just grew and have continued to grow and then just finding all of these needs in these in these athletes not just providing them the actual strength training but but a community of other female athletes that there is no, Girly drama here. There is only positivity. We are working hard. We are a group of athletes. I tell my girls we have five rules they have to follow. The, one of the rules is they act and support each other as a team because mm-hmm. we are a group of badass girls that are trying to lift weights and get strong, and we're all going to support each other. Other than that, it doesn't enter. It doesn't enter this building because. Yeah. This I tell the girls. This is my corner of the world, and this is how I want my world to be. And that we're all we all want to work hard and support each other. The end. And that's where it's so cool because we start to attract that type of female mm-hmm. to to the to understand the need to work hard, but to have fun, but then to make friends with girls from different sports, from different schools, from different districts, and they're all they're I they have this common bond of wanting to work hard and get better and kind of doing something that. Not every not every girl is fully accepting. And so it's pretty cool to have developed this community and this environment and to try to get this environment to grow through just more education. Because I want this community to not just be at relentless. I want it to be everywhere because there are so many more of these girls. I'm sure of it, all over the world that need to be provided this tool and this education that it's okay to want to be stronger and to be better. You have to ignore all those things that we were told from the past that, you know, we shouldn't be this way that no, we can be, this is kind of the time to defy, to defy all of those myths that were, that were and continuing to be perpetuated. And this today's female athlete has the amazing uh, responsibility to defy these odds. So that's kind of where we're at with these girls. And it's, it's just the coolest career to have grown and continue to grow. Um, It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, one, of course we are, you know, getting girls in a stronger sense, building up confidence, but also, you know, you are really building a tribe too for them and a tribe with these values and, you know, rules per se, but just instilling these foundations on every level. And I think it is so incredible. And I could not agree with you more about kind of this, the stigma that's being broken down, right? We've seen it kind of being broken down with, you know, strong is the new beautiful or, you know, all of those type of campaigns. Because even myself as a competitive gymnast growing up, I didn't Olympic weightlift until I got to college. And I mean, I remember about, I think my senior year of high school, I actually knew that I was going to be weightlifting or, you know, that that was a part of the college athletics deal. And so I sought out a local gym Mm -hmm. and my mom, I told my mom, like, mom, I need to learn like some Olympic lifting. I am like, nothing. Like, so I was really intimidated by it, you know, as a competitive gymnast. And it's not that like my ability, I guess wouldn't be there but it was a new world for me yeah. and so I just totally remember going to this gym with all of like the guys that went to my high school like I was the only girl and they're like what are you doing here? <laughs> and, you know I'm going to compete for uh, Sacramento State and be a college gymnast and I know they have weightlifting there and I just remember I mean it was really sweet like I was attempting to do different lifts and what's the most lightweight and it was so funny because I could lift a decent amount but getting the weights on the bar <laughs> God, I was like oh my goodness this is so embarrassing you know those high school moments where you're like oh my gosh one of the one of the popular boys in high school is gonna try to help me lift this weight <laughs>
2: That's what happens <laughs> to every new girl that enters the gym. It's the yeah. hardest part because yeah. like we're we're all just so timid to like right. you're just ripped the plate off. You can do right. it. And no, but like, it's so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that it was it wasn't just me because i was oh really my god. No, it's like in every
2: girl to the weight room. I had that too. I <laughs> sort be like, how do I do this? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: So I just, I think it's so important what you're doing and that to instill it early. And again, we kind of chatted on the phone how it's not about how much weight, like weight is your reward for impeccable form. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, moving forward, it's just sharing this message. Obviously you are doing an amazing job with, you know, education that'll be coming out for you and speaking engagements. But I think with the the more women that we talk to, and especially former athletes that mm-hmm. experience the same thing as me and getting to college and be like, okay, I I know some of these lifts here and I'm gonna give it my best, but it's so foreign. So I just think it's so critical. And especially like my husband's a physical therapist, uh-huh. and he works with a lot of I would say high school age athletes ranging up to pro, but he sees like just this, a little bit of a lack sometimes of strength, right? Yeah.
2: And like, like you said, a big component that we try to have our athletes understand is that strength training is not just going through the motions to lift more weights because mm-hmm. then, then we gain more muscle. It There's so much more to it than that. And there's this huge component of skill acquisition and, body awareness and just these neuromuscular adaptations that we gain through these movements in that, yeah, you're gonna get stronger, but more importantly, you're learning how to move your body as a unit. And through this awareness, we can then use more muscles to basically generate more force, and even more so, act in such a coordinated manner that skill acquisition is something that carries over to any sport. So learning the skill of movement Generates all of these, not just physical, but there all these adaptations that are then carrying over to any sport that you play. That yes, now you're, yes, you are stronger, but you're also more aware of what the heck your foot is doing
1: when mm-hmm. you go to kick
2: that soccer ball. And are you bracing your core? Oh, I know how to now use move my body as a unit because mm-hmm. I've trained it. In the gym setting, now I can go over to my sport and figure out how to use my body to transfer force effectively. And it's just there's that's the huge component of strength training that I think that a lot of coaches and especially females don't understand that that's why you need to get into the gym, not just because oh man yeah you gotta lift the weights, bro out yeah Mm -hmm. like like I mean I'm biased I love that stuff but at the same time there's I I grew to love that because I learned how to develop this awareness of my body and this coordination that def- I felt defined me as an athlete. And I was like, Whoa, look, who at my, I. I can do these cool things. <laughs> like what, when did I get so coordinated? When did I understand? <laughs> like, and that is to me what I felt like, wow, strength training really does make you this amazing athlete, especially Olympic weightlifting, because that in itself is just the epitome of skill acquisition. So by you learning such technical movements, but teaching your body how to produce produce power and move with such efficiency that
1: of course is going to carry over to any type of skill-based sport that you're playing. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. And I, I just think that again, like we are still in the process of breaking down stigmas and, you know, talking with girls at like those early ages and whether that and I when we were chatting on the phone, I was like, let's just get everyone a PVC pipe and we'll go over some, you know, just starting form. General yeah. movement patterns, exactly. Yeah. Learn how to hinge, learn how to
2: squat, crush yeah. and pull. I mean, exactly. And I think a lot of that has to do with what's available to females. So when you look at most mm-hmm. high schools, the majority of strength training that's available is centered around males especially male football and Mm -hmm. that right there is giving a message are are we not Mm -hmm. or how how could we not say that yes we're giving the most hegemonic definition of masculinity (laughs) they can get into the weight room but everybody else has to Mm -hmm. take the trip behind it that right there is giving that is perpetuating that message that strength training is for these large men and Mm -hmm. other than that all the other athletes all the other athletes don't quite frankly need it as as much so mm-hmm. we have to start it's the message that we're giving because if we start wow. changing that message then we can start having athletes identify as strength training as not a male thing not a female thing but as an athlete thing you play a sport you need to get stronger and learn how to move your body efficiently mm-hmm. and i feel like that's the largest message here that we have to start portraying on all levels for coaches, for strength coaches, for teachers, to parents. We need to start creating this idea that strength training is
1: an athlete thing. Yes. I can't agree again. agree with you more. And I just keep reflecting on my own experiences of you know, trying to navigate that world. And so, you know, kind of with this message that needs to be spread, I know you have a few things like coming down the pike here of education, of how how you would like to spread this message. So go ahead and talk about maybe some of those things you have coming up or just even like the greater vision of yeah. how we how we do this, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, right now we have just in terms of like quick applicable stuff. We have a nutrition Nutrition One Hundred and One eBook for the female athlete coming out, just giving the basic science and why and how you need to fuel your body based on what your body needs for sport. Um, with that, we also are coming up with Nutrition 101 templates. So you can actually figure out how much food and what macronutrients your body needs using your hand as a measuring tool when you have a really hard training day, when you have a super easy day, when you have a day that's like, eh, when you have a long tournament day. These are, these are, it's not that complicated in my opinion, and in, in the opinions of the the amazing people I have working at Relentless, and that we understand the science behind this. So we just wanna help give it to these girls in a manner that's easy to understand because it's that type of information that will carry with them post their athletic careers because they understand how to look at food as something that nourishes and fuels their body versus something that like we need to limit because we need to make sure we fit this this certain mold. When it's like, no, like if you actually look at food as fuel, you can not only have a body that performs but looks the way that you want it to. And it's just like this really cool thing. Um, With that, I have a couple speaking engagements coming up actually one in one in Florida. And it's it's just really cool to be able to get my my voice out there more and just speaking to females and just trying to raise awareness of why females are not given the same opportunity to receive strength training and mm-hmm. to talk about these myths and these Thought processes to head on we have a couple video series coming out with me and my couple of our coaches Just kind of having these conversations that we have with our girls all of the time and that like Why do people think that lifting makes you bulky? Okay, what can you say is a counter argument? Like these are just simple things that it's like, okay, we need to start having these conversations um, and then our other thing is we're just trying to really become the the development center for the female athlete in terms of strength training, sports um, nutrition, and sports injury rehab. So it's really again focusing on our on-site presence as well, because that that's mm-hmm. our community, and that, at the end of the day, yeah. that's who we're trying to serve, as well as then educate people all over, because there's so many gyms all over that the girls, females can join. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. But it's all about having everybody understand the why behind it because when you give an athlete a why they're more willing to put themselves in this awkward situation because it's awkward for everybody even in an all-girls gym your first day trust me there's lots of nerves and that's normal because you're trying something new but like it's you have to motivate an athlete to reach that point of putting them into that place of discomfort um and that's what we're we are really trying to work on and educating everybody for the
1: need of this Yeah. And I think the the education piece really provides like at least the initial confidence, right? To be like, I'm going to go into that gym Mm -hmm. and I'm going to start, you know, the initial basic Olympic lifts. So, you know, I think transitioning here and kind of like taking this full circle as far as with your kind of mentality, I know in a way (laughs) more than one way Mm -hmm. it has really led to your success because again you own that athlete persona Mm -hmm. so how would you say your experience navigating athletics finding strength training really still comes through on your day-to-day and Uh, when you're keeping your dreams you know
2: yeah I mean um I just being an athlete and just having that mentality in itself has always taught me just one foot in front of the other and keep your head down, keep working, just keep moving forward. And even if you're falling forward, at least you're moving forward. And that most of the, most of my steps are false, but that's okay because as long as I learn something and I wisen a little bit because of it, I'm happy that it happened. And I want more of those experiences to happen. And that's what happens in sport. That's what happens in life. And that's why I love sport in itself because it teaches you how to fall down and to get back up and keep moving forward. And that's just, like, why you experience a lot of pitfalls in running a business and, mm-hmm. and having all of these ideas and spinning 20,000 plates at once and not sleeping enough and not being able to take care of yourself because you, you forget because so many other things are on your mind. But it's just such a, um awesome thing to know that, like, all of this hard work is is helping me move forward and helping my company move forward and helping all of the girls that we touch move forward. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's all
1: about touching other people and helping them move forward with you. So. Uh, I love that so much. And I can only imagine that these girls that you work with, I know they look up to you they're like, <laughs> man, she is just so badass." <laughs> and you know, your own company Defying, you know, spread, spreading the mission, defying the the stigmas a little bit, because we know this is so needed for athletes, you know, moving forward. And, you know, no matter what level that gets you to, right, mm-hmm. whether that is at a college level or maybe pro, but just the foundation of strength to like, let's say you play a sport just through high school, but again, preventing injury, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can successfully make it to whatever exactly. level. that like. If
2: strength training has taught me anything, it's taught me that you have the power to become anything or any person that you want to become, but you have to take that first step. You have to lift that weight. You have to keep trying. And I feel like that's something that just like you said, is a necessary a necessary thing that we have to learn regardless of where the final outcome is, regardless if we go play D1 or yeah. if we just maybe play a couple of years in high school and call it, or maybe if we don't even play in high school, it, it yeah. doesn't really matter. That's where I love how strength training can teach you these such important lessons that you have the power of achieving anything in the world that you want to achieve. You just got to keep showing up and keep putting in the work and, and it's going to turn out the way you want to. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, It's so good because uh, I truly believe that when you have that athlete persona, like once an athlete, always an athlete kind of Mm -hmm. thing, you know, it it goes so much further than sometimes the physical piece, right? Yeah. How you address life after and how you bring Mm -hmm. forth your kind of, whether that's the, the discipline aspect of it, your drive your yeah. honestly confidence because I will be the first to admit like there are days when I'm sitting in my office and I was like oh yeah I used to be a gymnast <laughs> <laughs> yeah really cool things yeah and, you know when I used to step out on the floor before competing like you put on this persona or this mm-hmm. confidence and ownership mm-hmm. and I think that's something that we all need to continue bringing forward and continue yeah. holding with us because we are once an athlete, always an athlete. And I think exactly. that was really so true with you and everything from, you know, your sport experience to moving into your own strength and training business for women. I mean, it is all, it's all tied together, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it, just like you said, it's a mindset
2: thing. Being mm-hmm. an athlete gives you the certain mindset. It's to work hard, to have that positive mindset, to find something good, at, come out of some of the worst situations ever. Oh, Once yeah. you learn from it, it, something good can come from it. So exactly. That's something that you learn. As in, regardless of what type of athlete you are, it's something that carries with you for years and years and years, whenever your athletic, your athletic career ends, because it doesn't really have to end when you keep that mindset and you apply yeah. it to all different aspects of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I know that athletes like transitioning out still, I think we all struggle with that process. Mm -hmm. When when the true like sport definition of you like training, however many hours a week and competing, and then you stop those actions, right? Mm -hmm. We're like, well, I'm done. Or it's gone. And you know, that's a whole process in itself. Uh you know, because before we kind of wrap up and I ask you the final question, I ask all of our her sports story guests, I first want everyone to be able to find you and follow you. So where can they come in contact with you?
2: Um, You can just go first to our website, relentlessathleticsllc.com or
1: to our Instagram, relentless underscore athletics underscore. Those are the two best places to get in contact awesome awesome so uh, moving into our final question here we chatted briefly about this about how an athlete like when they lose the action of sport mm-hmm. it's like they they have broken up with their relationship that they had mm-hmm. for 15 plus years or however long so and I think we did a good job of touching on like you know you can bring that forward with you right and mm-hmm. I think that's of advice that I like I myself still work on every Mm -hmm. day that confidence and that kind of persona through but if you had the opportunity to be in a room with anywhere from like 50 to 100 female athletes that have just had to say goodbye in the traditional sense to their Mm -hmm. what advice would you have for them um I think to just expand upon what we are saying is that
2: you really can take two things. It's your mindset and your discipline because a mm-hmm. mindset is everything. When you decide to look at situations and find the good and to grow from it, that's something that will carry with you for the rest of your life. So look back in your athletic career. What did you learn from it? Because the end is sad. All ends are sad. Of course it mm-hmm. is. How could you say yeah. otherwise? Right. But take something from this sadness and allow it to push you forward. And with that, take something from the discipline that you have developed throughout your entire athletic career. Don't let that die and continue to bring that with you. But now towards maybe different goals and it could be towards something athletic, something just careerized, something personally. Um, Those are the two main characteristics of being an athlete that I feel are so necessary to continue to develop And hone as skills, even when that
1: sports career ends, because those qualities don't have to end with it. Yep. Love it so much. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, I'm so excited to continue to stay connected with you and see where you go, because I know there are such big things ahead and you're making an impact in this space. Thank you so much, Beth Money. It was such a pleasure to be able to speak with you. And I love this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks so much. Perfect. Thank you.